North Carolina Central knocked off Winston-Salem State last week, and now they're looking to complete the rivalry sweep against North Carolina A&T this week. Oh, yeah, it's Locked On HBCU. Play my music. You are Locked On HBCU, your daily podcast covering HBCU sports. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. going on family welcome back to another episode of the locked on hbcu podcast your number one daily one-stop shop for everything hbcu athletics monday through friday part of the locked on podcast network your team every day and i of course am darian gray aka the mouth of the south texas southern alum and former tsu herald sports editor thank you for going on this journey with me making locked on hbcu your first listen of the day every day and remember just because the mic cuts off does not mean that the journey is over just means it's time to follow me on twitter at south exclusives starts with an s ends with an s today's episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. And this is our game of the week. It's Friday. We're here with the Aggie Eagle Classic, North Carolina A&T versus North Carolina Central. We have our three matchups. We have our two storylines and the key to victory for each squad. But we kick it off with our matchups. And this might be the defining matchup of the game, honestly. When we look at the three matchups that we're going to break down, each one is extremely important to the outcome of the game. But this might be the defining matchup of the game. Wesley Graves and Kenji Christensen, or excuse me, Kenji Christian, against the North Carolina Central run defense. There's no secret that that's what they want to do. North Carolina A&T wants to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. They walked out of UAB feeling like they could run the ball. So when they come against North Carolina and or excuse me, North Carolina Central, what do you think that they're going to do? If they went against the FBS squad and said, we're going to show that we can run the ball. And they walked out of that game feeling like, all right, mission accomplished. Logical thinkers would say they're going to come up against North Carolina Central and they're going to run the ball. So with that being the case, and we know that that's their mission, is Kenji Christensen, or I want to keep on Christensen, Kenji Christian and Wesley Graves against North Carolina Central's run defense. Simple and plain. Simple and plan. And I thought they did do a good job running the ball when you look at what they were able to do last week. Graves had 16 for 58. Christian had 8 for 45. So I feel like, all right, cool. Coach Brown praised him in the press conference. Okay, cool. If you feel like your mission worked last week, you're going to come out and do it again. So that's why this is the defining thing for me because this is their offense. Like, this is what they want to do. This is their offense. More so than North Carolina Central, who is extremely versatile. They could pass, they could run. I think that North Carolina's A&T was a tad bit more one-dimensional. Not even a tad more. They were extremely one-dimensional. I was trying to put it nicely. But A&T was one-dimensional last week. This is their one dimension. Let's stop it, right? Or let's not stop it. Let's see what's going to happen. This will be a deciding factor. North Carolina Central, wide receivers, 
versus A&T's defensive backs. I think saying North Carolina is going to keep messing me up. So let's just call them Central A&T or let's call them the Eagles and let's call them the Aggies. But you have Central's wide receivers versus A&T's defensive backs. And there's a specific aspect of this matchup that I'm looking for. It's not just, oh, I want to see how many passing yards and how many receiving yards you have. Are there going to be some interceptions, some pass breakups? It's, it's, that's cool. And that is a part of this game. But that's not exactly what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is how many explosive plays come from your wide receivers. They give you tight ends too, but really I'm looking for the wide receivers. And that's because, yeah, Central was able to knock off Winston-Salem State pretty handedly, especially in the first half, got out to a 37 nothing lead. So they really did dominate that, that game when you had your starters in. But there was things that Coach Oliver was looking for. And one of the things that Coach Oliver was disappointed in not having was the lack of explosive plays in the passing game. Only two of them. So he said that's something that he wants to improve. Well, Coach Vincent Brown for the Aggies says, we take pride in not letting the ball go over our head. We were disappointed in that last week. Like that was something that he was not happy about. So you have two things that the coaches were disappointed about and they go right against each other. So that's the, the butting of heads. If Oliver wants more explosive plays through the air and Brown doesn't want the ball to get over his head, Obviously, both people are going to want that, but they highlighted these things. Now we have something to watch. They're going to attempt explosive plays. A&T ain't just going to let them have it. So, of course, they're going to try to stop it. Now this is something to watch. So I'll be interested to see not only how many completions you have of over 20 yards, but how many attempts downfield that you have above 20 yards. Because it's not always about execution. Sometimes it's just about attempts and attention, right? Because if you intend to do something, now I know if you're effective or not, if you just don't do it. Okay. You know, it's, it's a given and take to it and whatnot. It's not as simplistic as that, but we only have a little bit of time. So uh, we won't get too in depth on it, but just now I'm looking for how many attempts you have down the field as well. So I can know just how dedicated you are to it. Um, the last one is Davius Richard and Latrell Collier versus the North Carolina A&T linebackers. And it is hard to just specify Richard, to just being the uh, a runner in this situation. But I feel like when I highlighted the wide receivers, inadvertently, I was kind of discussing, Richard, because who's, who's throwing them the ball, right? If we need more passing, explosive plays, who's throwing them the ball? So that, that's that part right there. But when you look at Richard, the runner, and Latrell Collier, the running back, this is one of the best one-two tandems in the MEAC, and I don't care that one's a quarterback. This is an extremely capable running back duo or running duo. And I... North Carolina A&T, they don't have their linebackers from last year. Bye-bye, Tyquan King. Bye-bye, Jacob Roberts. These are things that I'm looking for. You know, so they feel like Central is going to come out and run the ball. That North Carolina is really kicking my butt right now. I'm trying not to confuse the two because I always know exactly who I'm talking about, but I'm trying not to slip up with how I say it. But A&T is replacing both of their star linebackers. Tyquan King is gone. Jacob Roberts is gone. And for me, I don't know about you, but the way that I operate is personally, I believe in what I know. Sometimes I'm a little slow to believe in things that haven't been proven to me. Sometimes I'm, I'm slow to just trust my gut. But for me, as someone who really needs to see something, I've seen me, if I'm, if I'm Coach Oliver, I've seen me run the ball on countless people. I know that I can do that. And I feel like I could do it on basically anybody. A&T ain't seen their linebacker stop anybody. Didn't happen last week. Understandable. 
and they have new guys. Maybe there was King and in, 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 uh, in Roberts in there. Might feel a little different. But when you look at what I was given, that's a matchup against two linebackers that I feel like I haven't seen do anything. So I'm going to make them prove to me that they can stop it. If not, this is my game. This is what I do. I'm going to run the ball. I'm going to get Davis Richard. I'm going to get LaShell Collier. And I'm going to run the football. And as we move forward, let's move away from the running backs. Let's look at the quarterback battle for North Carolina A&T because this more than likely is still going to be going on in week two. And we'll break down what Vincent Brown said about his quarterback room as we continue with Locked On HBCU. Today's episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. And listen, hair thinning is very real. And sometimes we get a little bit insecure if it's happening to us. Got to throw the hat on. Can't let nobody see the head top. Well, let's not worry about that anymore. First off, it's very normal. It's very normal. But Nutrafol is here to tell you we don't have to live with that. You can increase the thickness of your hair. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? Like I said, it's normal, but it doesn't have to be your forever. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. So men with thinning or weakening hair, you want to reach full hair potential. The leading hair growth supplement, that's Nutrafol. It helps increase your, your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. The number one dermatologist recommended growth supplement is clinically here to sh is clinically shown to improve your hair growth and visible thickness. So go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair wealth, their hair health wellness quiz and identify the causes of your thinness so it can get fixed for you. All you have to do is go to Nutrafol.com slash men. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. Nutrafol.com slash men and use the promo code Locked On College. And as we continue rolling on today's episode of Locked On HBCU, I appreciate you for making this your first listen of the day every day now 10 a.m 12 noon we have our college football live i'm not going to be a part of this week but i should be a part of every week going forward just had a couple of communication errors that's on me but that being said check out our college football kickoff live show previewing all of the storylines and rivalries and all of the things going down in the college football landscape over here at locked on we stepping up that coverage baby so our two storylines going into this game are headlined by North Carolina A&T in their quarterback battle. I almost made this a matchup, actually, but I decided not to because we don't know how many players are going to play and who is going to play. Vincent Brown said that. Against UAB, North Carolina A&T played multiple quarterbacks. And if that game was any sign, they didn't find out who their quarterback was. You go into the game and play multiple quarterbacks, I'm going to assume you don't know who your QB is. Walking out of that game and only having two completions for 16 yards, I'm going to assume that you didn't really get a good grasp on who your quarterback's going to be. So I would expect for them to play multiple quarterbacks again. Last week, it was Eli Brickhandle, Brickhandler, and it was also Kevin White. But Zach Yeager wasn't with the team last week. He is this week. So he'll factor into that decision. And we'll see. I don't know if they play three quarterbacks. That feels a tad bit extreme to me. So maybe they play two. Maybe it's Yeager and Brickhandler. Maybe it's Jaeger and, and White. That'll be something that'll be interesting to watch. But then simply, can you be better? You have to be better. But can you be good is <laughs> the real thing. Because they didn't look good. They didn't look good, okay? They had 16 yards 
two completions, eight attempts. They didn't have eight dropbacks. They had more than that. But when you combine the first off, they had six sacks. So when you have nearly as many sacks allowed as you have attempts, that's not a good that's not a good sign. That's not something that feels like, oh, I had a productive passing day. If I told you that somebody had eight attempts in six sacks, I'm probably saying they had a terrible day. Yeah, that's 14 dropbacks. I get it. But still, that you got to protect better. Got to get more passes off. Coach Brown said that was more so the quarterbacks not trusting the reads. So maybe there was more opportunities. Maybe you just got to get quicker through your progressions. Maybe you just got to trust what you see and not want to take off and run at times because you also had times when you wanted to take off and run. So all of those things come into play. But the storyline I'm watching is what Coach Brown said. We'll evaluate practice and we'll see who plays and how long they play. And that being said, no, they didn't pass the ball a bunch. But I also don't think it was simply because they couldn't get the ball up. They just didn't want to pass the ball as much. That was their intention to run the ball. They planned on being a run-heavy offense. We highlighted this in the beginning of the show. It was our first uh, matchup where it was Kenji Christian and Wesley Graves against the North Carolina Central running defense. So this is what ANC wants to do. So don't get it twisted. We're going to be watching to see how many quarterbacks they pull out there, but they will not be a pass-heavy offense. And that's actually an understandable thing. If you don't have a quarterback that you feel trusting in, then why am I going to be a pass-heavy offense? Like, it, I don't think that lines up. I would never be pass-heavy if I didn't trust my quarterback. And I like my running backs? Come on. I'm, I'm going to run the football. So they'll evaluate in practice. We'll see whether it's Eli Brickhandler, Kevin White, Zach Yeager. We'll see all of these quarterbacks um, or all these quarterbacks will be in a mix and we'll see which one of the three that we see. Then the other storyline for me is North Carolina Central is looking for the first back-to-back state sweeps in 50 years, right? Like, And when I say that, I mean Winston-Salem State, North Carolina, Ante. They're looking for the first time to beat both of those teams in back-to-back seasons. So they've been, they beat Winston-Salem and North Carolina Ante last year. They beat Winston-Salem State last week, and they're looking to complete that sweep yet again. And they haven't done that since 73-74. Like, that's a long time. And honestly, I'll tell you what, this even to be able to say this stat is something I'm envious of. And no, it doesn't have to do with the fact that TSU hasn't knocked off PV. Like, that's absolutely irrelevant in the mix of this. But they have two rivals. I'm kind of jealous of that. I'm kind of jealous of them having two rivals, man. Because we have PV. And even when having PV, it's not the same fury. It's not the same anger that comes with ANC Central, right? It, it doesn't happen. And I, I'll speak from my perspective. From my perspective, it wasn't a huge hatred. It was just a game against a rival, and you move on quickly after, right? Like, like I'm also a Saints fan, right? And we have hate week for the Falcons. I couldn't see that being the case for PV. Maybe it's because we opened up the year with PV. School was just getting in. I don't know. But it just felt like a rival. Yeah, you, like they booed the, the band and all of that. And like you didn't want to lose. And like, boo, boo. Like, but overall, it wasn't. They don't even say each other's name when it comes to these Carolina robberies. They don't even say each other's name. That's the school up the house. Like, that's PV, bro. I ain't never been a school up 290. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe not having a competitive football team throughout my college career. Maybe that plays a part. Maybe it's just my own personal look at it. I don't know. 
you know. But that's what I've seen, and I'm kind of envious of that. Like they have two, and they have hatred. Like for real, real rivalries, crazy. But anyway, they're looking to sweep this for the second year in a row. First time they've done that in 50 years. They already knocked on Winston Salem State, and I feel like this will be a real, a real statement because I remember when they beat the Aggies last year, and that was a real statement. That was like, okay, they're on the map because it had been four years, I believe, since the last time that they won a game against North Carolina a &T. So that was like an announcement of, okay, we for real. Now let's really watch. Now we know that Central is for real. And this could be a game that's going to confirm that. So I, I'll, I'll say that. That's my two storylines. Looking for the sweep because I know that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Even though this individually is a big deal, that is something that is important as well. Now, moving forward, I want to look at the key to victory because each team has a very defined, cl uh, clear key to victory for me. North Carolina Central more so than A&T, but really both of them, I know exactly what I'm looking for if they want to come up with a victory. And now you will know as we continue with Locked On HBCU. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. And if you're waiting to the last minute to buy a ticket, sometimes it can get a bit stressful. Sometimes you can be like, man, I, I just don't wait it too long. No, nope. not with game time. No such thing as waiting too long. Just look up any event that's in your area that you want to go to and you can get the best deals. This is the best place for last time or last minute tickets, right? They have flash deals, last minute prices. It's easy to find these. And if you can find the same ticket or you can find a better price for the same seat, same row, same section, they'll give you 110% back on the difference no more feeling like you've waited too long with game time that does not exist they are the fast easy the fastest way uh, or the fastest ticketing app on in the country as well so all you have to do is go to gametime.com or in, actually just download the app forget the website go download the app use the code locked on college and you'll get 20 dollars off your first purchase terms do apply once again if you create an account and use the code locked on college you'll get 20 dollars off your purchase as we're wrapping up today's episode of locked on hbcu i appreciate you for making this your first listen of the day every day making it all the way to segment three and i thank you two times for that and the key to victory for each team in the aggie eagle classic simple to me North Carolina Central stopped the run. That might be the most clearly defined key to victory that I've had all year and probably will have all year. Like, I don't know if there'll be something any more obvious. ANT is not shy about letting you know what they want to do. They want to run the ball, right? Like, they, they told you that they expect you to run the ball, but I think that they know that you're extremely versatile. You don't know that they're versatile. And they've told you many times that they plan on running the ball. They said that the mission before the game, you want to win a game like this, you need to run the ball. After the game, we didn't have many pass attempts, but we intended on running the football. That was a plan for us. Okay, cool. They still don't have a quarterback that they feel trust in, right? They're still trying to decide throughout the week. You didn't prep the whole week knowing who the quarterback was going to be. And if it's Eli Brickhandler, you got to look for the run in that as well. Um, they praised the running backs after the game for what they were able to do. Felt like they succeeded. Felt like that was a strong suit of their team on, on last Thursday. All the signs are there. 
They're running the football. This is not lip service. This is not just trying to throw a smoke screen out there. I'd be shocked if they came out and just started passing the ball. And if that's the case, hey, you got me. You got me. But I expect for them to come out and run the football. It's what their whole offense is predicated upon. If they can't run the football, I don't know how effective they are. Granted, 16 yards is ridiculous. Not going to happen again. But that being said, I don't know what their offense looks like if they cannot run the ball. You have to force them into a situation where they need to find that out. Because I don't think that they know what it's like if they can't run the ball. Simple and plain. They want to do it. It's the only thing we've seen them do. Stop it. it. Like, stop it. And let's see what else happens after that. But as far as North Carolina a t it's kind of the same thing, but flipped. Pass the ball. You have to pass the football well. Don't just get attempts. But if you pass the ball well, your running game is going to open up. Like, yeah, Central can still stop a running game, but it's going to be way easier if they know that's all you do. If they know that you're one-dimensional and that's the only thing that you can really provide and bring to the table, then, yeah, I can sell out to, to beat the run. And maybe occasionally I get caught with a pass. No. If I'm a t obviously you're going to pass for more than 16 yards. But for me, I want them to come in and I want them to have more than 15 pass attempts. And we'll see it and we'll watch it. You know, like, like if I'm able to watch the game, 15 pass attempts looks a little bit different. Because your quarterback can run the ball on what would have been a pass attempt. Like that, that's that's the difference between box box scores, uh, what they call box score scouting and actually being able to watch the game. Because what if your quarterback has five runs that came off of scrambling? You did attempt to pass the ball, but I can't see that intention if I'm just looking at the box score. So it, it'll be little things like that that I'll try to pick up and try to see if I can find a way to watch this game because it's on flow football and that costs $20 a month. Likely not doing it. But overall, this was North Carolina A&T, or this is North Carolina A&T's chance to show that they are a two-dimensional squad. And if they can do that, if they can accomplish that, they stand a much better chance of winning the game. I don't know if they can get it done if the only thing that they can do effectively is run the football. I know that Central can run and they can pass, and you're going to have to stop at least one of those things. But if you're only one-dimensional and they only have to focus on that thing to stop, you're going to be way easier to stifle. So I appreciate you for making this your first listen of the day every day. We'll be back next week to recap the action that happened over the weekend. But in the meantime, in between time, if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at South Exclusives. Until the next time that we hear each other, family, take care. Stay blessed. Peace.